When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today, we're going to talk about ice loss. Not really something that seems interesting, but it is, and it's important. The first global ice loss survey was conducted. What it found was that from 1994 to 2017, we lost 28 trillion metric tons of ice at the caps. 28 trillion metric tons. I'm going to be honest. I don't have a frame of reference for that. I have no idea how much ice that is. When you're normally uh, talking about weight and you want to visualize a, a large amount of weight, people compare it to a 747. 80 billion. 80 billion 747s. going to be honest, I don't really know what that is either. I looked trying to find a good visualization. I only found one. Picture an ice cube that is 10 kilometers across, 10 kilometers deep, and as tall as Mount Everest. 28 of those. That's how much ice was lost. That's uh, concerning. It's impacting Antarctica and Greenland the most. We are losing about 1.2 trillion tons per year. When you understand the dynamics, and the fact that those sheets of ice reflect the heat, it gets even more concerning because the less ice we have, the less heat is reflected, which kind of just snowballs the process. This rate of loss puts us on track for the worst-case scenarios from the IPCC. That's the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change. The Paris Agreement that we're going back into that was based in large part on the IPCC, but not the worst case. <laughs> um, so while it's good that we're going back into the Paris Agreement, it does not appear that it is going to be enough. One of the things that we can do as individuals is to remember 2020, to look back at last year, because a lot of the same mechanics are at play. You have a group of people who says, this isn't a thing. Don't worry about it. Those scientists, they don't know what they're talking about. Listen to the people who are financially vested in the decision. They're the ones that are really going to make the, the smart choices and be unbiased. It's the same situation. And it will have the same outcome. Less than a year, what, 400,000 gone? If we allow the anti-mask community, as it were to control the narrative around climate change, we're going to have the same issues. At the end of the day, there aren't a lot of people who have looked at this and in good faith say, oh, that's not a thing. The people saying that are people who are more concerned with their pocketbooks or their political position than they are literally the entire world. Um, we need to treat those who deny that this is a thing. 
the same way we treated those who didn't believe in the public health issue, who didn't think it was a thing, who thought it was overblown, because if we don't, we're going to have the same problems. This is just like an 18-wheeler as well. It doesn't stop just because you hit the brakes. It takes time. We have to start acting now to achieve any tangible results. It does not look like the Paris Agreement is going to cut it, not according to this. Just like last year, new information is coming out all the time. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's not. Generally, it's not. So I would err on the side of caution if it was me. We need to make sure that those who are in political office, those people who have the ability to influence change in the private sector, those people who have the ability to influence thought, understand that this is important. The worst case scenario from the IPCC, that's a disaster movie. That's not something that anybody wants to be be around for. The narrative cannot be controlled by those people with deep pockets who have a vested financial interest in going against the scientific consensus. We have seen in a very small experiment what happens when that occurs. Comparatively, last year was tiny when you're talking about comparing that to climate change. But it is the same mechanics. It's a bunch of people who want to put their pocketbooks over the world, over everybody. And they have manipulated a bunch of people into thinking that there is a real debate, there is a real discussion about this in the scientific community. There's kind of not. That's not really something that occurs. The number of trained people, of actual scientists who understand this, who have looked at the evidence, who think, oh, this isn't really something we need to worry about. It is a tiny percentage. When you are talking about something that can have this bad of outcomes, I would suggest erring on the side of caution. Worst case scenario, we make the world a better place for nothing. We cannot let the people who disrupted the public health response last year disrupt the response to something that literally threatens the entire world. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.